0: Welcome to Divine Through Line. I'm Srimati. Nice to be here with you guys on my podcast, Divine Through Line, where I share spiritual musings on what it really means to live a life divine. We are spiritual beings having a human experience, and even more expanded, multi dimensional beings having a simultaneous experience. Hmm. That's interesting to ponder. Thanks so much for joining me. Uh, I'm so happy to be back on the podcast this week. I've returned from Miami where I recorded four, um, talks and four topics that we shared throughout the retreat. And I'm going to be sharing them with all of you over the coming weeks. So this is an intro that I'm recording actually to a workshop that I did um, at Love Life Recovery Center, uh, the amazing yoga and recovery center owned by my dear friends, Diego Tosoni and Veronica Menning. If you guys live in Miami or you travel to Miami, don't miss eating at their cafe. It's some of the best vegan food around. Diego is truly gifted um, with food and in the kitchen. And we have collaborated on a number of events. Um, Diego actually is coming with Rich and me to Italy, along with Veronica. And he's going to be my eyes and ears and taste buds in the kitchen. Because when I'm teaching program and retreat and deep spiritual transformation, I can't bilocate myself into the kitchen to make sure the food is, you know, Really authentic and at the level that I know it can be. So Diego is going to be collaborating with the chefs at Ayusolana, who are amazing. They're incredible, and all of this is going to be for a huge celebration of Rich and My next book that's being released on April twenty fourth. It's called The Plant Power Way Italia. This is the follow up to our first family uh, cookbook. This is another coffee table book, and it. Really is the best. I sort of was able to merge all my expertise and my mastery with the world of plant based cheeses into these amazing classic um, Italian dishes that we all know and love. I can tell you for sure, you will not be left wanting with this book. Um, It is truly a a Bible of sorts, an amazing reference for creating the best in Italian cuisine without harming our bodies, our beautiful Mother Earth, or our beloved animals. So I'm excited for you guys to check it out. It is available for pre-order. If you guys want to really support and order early, that's amazing. I'm going to be talking a lot about food, sharing a lot about food on Instagram in the coming weeks. But before I do that, I want to get some of these concepts out to you guys um, because it truly was a transformational experience. Um, As many of you know, I am in a relationship with a recovering addict uh, my husband um, has been in recovery for many years, and it is something that I live with on a daily basis. The children live with it. Um, so I have sometimes said that I think it's one of my life missions to find a way to integrate and eradicate and heal. I would say rather than eradicate, to to merge with and consume and transform this energy of addiction uh, that is present in so many different areas of life—not uh, only drug and alcohol addiction, but also sexual addiction, food addiction, um, money, wealth addiction. Um, these, you know, chocolate addiction, haha. Um, but anyway, it's a. This is a condition, an imbalance, a miasm that is present and weaved throughout our human experience in very, very intricate ways, and um, so it's a tall order to. Uh, commit to really go deeply into it and, and digest it and consume it and love it into being something else. Uh, but I'm, I'm in it. I'm up for the task at the moment. And, and, uh, I want to share some of these perspectives and possibly ignite just a new lens for you, a new way of looking at these addictions. If you have people in your life who are suffering through this or seemingly in very very dark places with these kind of experiences this podcast and this discussion that I um, cure that I that I gave at, um, Love Life Wellness was really about yoga and addiction. So I taught a yoga class, which was my Jai Yoga series, which some of you guys have downloaded. It's now available online. So you can subscribe and download on Vimeo and you can practice with me and start to uh, really embody this energy through this practice that I cultivated over 20 years. But I wanted to take this practice as, as a tool into the room and uh, work with it through the concepts of addiction, through the energy of addiction, and um, it was extremely meaningful to me. You know, I had a moment after I finished the retreat at Sacred Space in Miami where I felt, oh, you know, uh, kind of an urgency to get back to my children, to get back to Rich and to my life in LA, and and um, you know, there was a a small attendance, well, maybe like six people. So I was questioning, oh, I don't know, is this the right timing? And when I went in and turned the mic on and started sharing from my heart about this, the, the emotion and the recognition in the room was um, absolutely uh, divine and deep and, and so heartfelt. And a friend, that new friend that I met, actually through Leia, this beautiful couple named Juan and Kat,, um, they're expecting uh, their first baby, and they are truly a love embodiment of uh, beings who who came here to share love, to elevate this planet to a higher consciousness. Truly, truly beautiful individuals. Um, and Juan had said to me at at the end of our meeting, I ended up doing a ceremony for them and their baby, and. Amber Rhea was there and she was toning in her glorious, uh, temple, um, song, sacred song, and Leah was holding space. And I was giving them Darshan actually with this amazing, uh, crystal Ormus. It's actually Lemurian crystal along with meteorite. That's over 60 billion years old. If you can get your head around that. And I want to take this opportunity right now to give a shout out to my friend, Compton Rambata. actually goes by Rom now, uh, Rom and Janet and their beautiful, uh, child Sahara. Um, they have an amazing company called Ascended Health. Compton is, a an original brother. He was with Rich and me in the early days of our financial collapse he saw us for who we were, and he was in service to us. He was in service to us through financial donations. He was in service to us by providing rich with a higher level of nutrition. And Compton Rumbata is truly an alchemist. He creates um, high vibrational food that is in alignment with the mitochondria of the planet, um he was talking about microbiome way before anybody else was and he creates these amazing products it's a it's a very small range of products there's only probably 10 in total but these products have been created in the highest vibration of alchemical purity um they are created with this purity of heart with the most amazing ingredients with the most amazing intentions mantras, crystal activations. Um, He's just a gift beyond. So if you are drawn to this kind of support through products that are truly multidimensional, go to ascendedhealth.com. I use the uh, Lemurian crystal um, as I ingest it, but I also am using it as um, sort of the next high vibe replacement for sacred ash um, and it, it's absolutely amazing so that's quite special he also has a product called I am beautiful which is the most glorious smell um, of this sacred oil that you put on your face every day and it's vibrating with so much high vibe frequency that it's amazing what it does He also has a probiotic that you keep in the fridge that you spray on your face. And uh, again, just extremely high vibe um, product. And you're taking these probiotics in through your skin, which is quite amazing. And then the, actually there's two more products um, that I want to talk about. One is a Sufi oil and if any of you guys are into aromas and, you know, for me, it's like smell is the first thing that puts me into my divinity. It just is an instant transport. And this Sufi oil is was created by Ram many, 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 many years ago, but Uh, He studied with a Sufi master and in this tradition, when the master initiates the student, he gives the student like some sacred oil and then that student works with this oil his whole life and then he passes that to his student. So in this Sufi oil is some of the original oil from sacred Sufi masters from, you know, maybe a thousand years old, you know, hundreds of years at least. So it's quite a special um, tool and frequency to, uh, take you deeper into your spiritual connection. And uh, Rambada is not on social. He's not really that, um, he's not that visible. It's not like he's everywhere. He's kind of a special find, uh, but he is, uh, creating these beautiful products and, um, check them out. There's one oh there's one more I wanted to tell you about. He he does a toothpaste that's made out of this gray clay and it's extremely healing to gums and to your teeth and um it's really high vibe. So I highly recommend the toothpaste. So all of those products, um check out Rambata, he is a gift to humanity, and everything that you're paying for and getting for, it's unprecedented, it doesn't exist in any other manufacturing that I know of with products. So he's a, he's a little good find to have up your sleeve and to be able to check out. So anyway, okay, now I'm going to get back on topic. Um, addiction, addiction plagues all of us. It is permeated in and throughout our culture, as I already said, um, living and thriving and alive and well in many of our families. And so I invite you to just take this conversation in to, allow it to give you maybe a different perspective, a different way where you can shift this experience and become empowered by it and take the responsibility to clearing it and rising up out of uh, this plague we call addiction. So there is nothing more powerful than the human being merged in their divinity. I say it in the talk and I want to say it again. I am not advocating um a uh, cessation or a, a turn away from 12 step <clears throat> we have to understand that we are on planet earth and we are affected by certain uh conditions and so the same way that i would say for anybody suffering from mental health um you have to transition and evolve in slow steady um conscious dedicated commitment day after day after day. So what I'm offering today in this talk is something that can be added to a 12 step program, 12 step, of course, uh, was, is a spiritual practice that was originated from the Vedas. And, um, we just, uh, everything gets to evolve. You know, we're all evolving, we're all moving. So take some of these new concepts, apply them to your life. Um, you know, maybe shift your, exp- your perspective, maybe open your lens. And as Juan shared with me, after I performed this spontaneous ceremony for Kat and for their coming baby and for him, you know, he reminded me, um, of the beauty of what we were doing in that traveling ceremony with what I'm offering, what Amber is offering, what Leia is offering. And what he shared with me was the beauty of it was that We were, we were reminding someone of their divinity and it really landed like a big, huge, profound truth for me. And I felt like he had distilled down the whole purpose of my mission, the whole purpose that I even do this podcast, that I even do books, that I'm even singing songs, that I'm sharing anything that I create cheese. Um, The only reason that I'm doing it is to remind you of your divinity because you have everything you need already existing inside yourself. And so this brings me to this deep self-focus. Um, I had a quote that MindBodyGreen actually um, shared on their collective, and I posted it on my Instagram feed. And I had a beloved friend who uh, follows my podcast Um, disagree with my quote which is beautiful but um, the quote said something like you are your own self-sustainable ecosystem and that person took that interpretation to mean that I meant that you are an island and that that we're not connected and no one else matters and I understand their perspective and what they were saying it's about the tribe what I learned in Miami, and I think you guys will glean through the talks that I share over the coming weeks, there'll be three or four more after this, is that what I found out is that almost none of us know how to advocate for ourselves. We don't know how to say what we need. And, um, and this was throughout all levels of personality types, um, you know, experience, success, um, what, you, what you would consider a strong person versus, versus a shy person. What I'm finding is there is such a disconnection from ourselves, from our body, and everything you need is inside yourself. So what I mean by that statement is when you go in and you merge and you truly are able to receive yourself as divine, then naturally all of your actions will be in harmony with the ecosystem, with other life forms. With other experiences, then you will truly be able to play your harmony. I'm looking at it, an image right now of uh, Yogananda playing an Ezraj, beautiful being. Um, but when you truly receive yourself in this expanded divinity, and when you're able to understand um, your beauty and your rightness and the fact that you are enough right now, the fact that the human body is a miraculous instrument of, of immense beauty, indescribable um, technology in, in every way. It's a multidimensional machine. It's an instrument, right? Like better than that, like a divine organic instrument. When you fully embody that, then you will dance with life in a beautiful way that is completely in right alignment, right thought, right action, right expression, because you can't do otherwise. That is the spontaneous right alignment. So it doesn't come from a thought or a concept. It comes from your beingness and you're able to interact. And so that's why everything that I am sharing right now is to lead you back to that point, to lead you back to that truth. Because I know if you truly know yourself, you're going to bless everyone around you. And there is no addiction, no demon, no attachment, no ancestral issue, nothing that can overpower you, that can, uh, you know, that is more powerful than you are. A human being rooted and merged in their divinity is, you know, unlimited, eternal, uh, limitless, uh, omniscient, but I don't mean that that would turn into a control or turn, turn against itself or overpower another life form. No, that means that that being is in the perfect dance, the perfect song, the perfect harmony with everything else in creation. And so the final thing that I want to just mention here is I want to, um, I want to talk about the the words that we're using in our lives and the fact that we are going to be redefining language to find a new way of being free from limitations and the word healing. So I have on my site that I'm doing healing sessions is just a very obsolete way of describing something that I facilitate during these experiences, these exchanges. They're really an integration or a facilitation of self initiation So everything that I am sharing is to lead you to to you, to lead you right back to you because your experience of evolution of enlightenment will be completely unique to you and you alone. Hopefully some of us can sort of like say, okay, maybe over here, does this resonate with you? Or consider this perspective, like many things that I'm sharing in this podcast coming up. Um, But ultimately there isn't anything there's nothing to heal because there's nothing missing from you. So I'm going to play around with the language. I may call it mentorship. I may call it, you know, I don't know what. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to present that. I have been doing some limited sessions. Um, the exchange has been incredibly deep. I don't know how long I'm going to be doing them for, uh, but I actually am feeling, you know, pretty good and pretty empowered right now. I also want to just mention, uh, I want to thank you guys very much. I want to thank all the Patreon crew who continues to donate and support me on a monthly basis. I know that my flow is not, um, it's not a math equation. (laughs) So uh, I appreciate your patience and the fact that when I do give you something, uh, I hope that is meaningful to you rather than it be every Monday I'm doing X. Uh, I need more flow in my life. I just, um, I have a lot of other, a lot of things that I'm doing, but thank you for your continued support and thank you for uh, everyone who's donated on PayPal. I greatly appreciate it. It's because of your donations that I'm able to continue to create uh, music and this podcast and produce it and um, just share in the world. So I greatly appreciate your support. Thank you for that. And um, I also want to thank everybody. It was interesting when I posted my pain uh, muse, my muse pain on Instagram. Uh, I had wanted to self uh, do some self portraits of myself actually accentuating these veins in my head as I started to meet myself in a different version in one that looked Um, you know, maybe the beginnings of non-human and really sort of go into that. And so Leia um, joined me in that expression and she captured some really cool photos. And because I had the worst uh, pain month, or I should say the most profound month of pain in January, I decided to share that publicly um, just for transparency and to actually face it, it was empowering for me to do it in a public forum and to just, um, admit it and receive it at, at this deep level. Um, I have deleted those posts as of now because I did it for a purpose. I, um, changed my hair in ceremony the night before the eclipse, uh, in the, um, spirit or intention of washing away this energy that I needed to transform from that I was ready to integrate. And I've had a very, very powerful shift. And the thing that I want to share with you all is I don't want to leave that up because I don't want that to be my narrative. It's not my narrative. I'm a different being already completely from when that occurred. I do want to thank the beautiful humans who all shared, Um, remedies and possible, um, you know, cures for my pain. And it truly touched me, I felt very um, loved and very, uh, I guess, hopeful or, or in awe of the human ability for compassion and empathy. And it really deeply touched me. And so I did write down all of the suggestions and, uh, I appreciate and receive those in deep gratitude. The great news is, is, uh, I cleared something very, very deep. I'm very lucky that I have some amazing clairvoyance and multi-dimensional beings around me. And so my dear sisters, April and Tamara, a health space for me and I was able to integrate and retrieve and resolve something that was a key, which is why I hadn't done it until now. And so what I want to share now is what Tamara helped me to get to. And it was tricky because I counsel a lot of you in these areas, but for some reason it was eluding me in my biggest pain trauma. (laughs) Ha ha. So funny how that is, but I had to fully receive that no matter how horrific this timeline of what I went through with my head being cut open, is that I was fully conscious in that experience. I chose that experience. I knew it was going to happen. My future self saw the trajectory, and I did it anyway. It's like the movie Arrival. So I am a powerful creator even in that horror, even in something that's so you know, so, uh, dark. So by shifting that and, and becoming that powerful creator, I have been able to transcend and transform that. And I hope that lens of perspective, you know, this podcast is about sharing musings and perspectives on how to really live a life divine. That's it in practice, like more than anything. So when we can take the darkest experiences that we've had and we can go into that and receive them in divinity and fully, fully realize and take responsibility of our conscious participation in them, then they, uh, cease to burden us and they become the greatest treasures that, uh, we have ever known in our life. So I'm in this really beautiful rebirth of this moment and, um, I feel, for the first time in my life, like I'm not striving for anything. Um, There's a peace, an amazing peace that has come over me. And the only way I can describe it is to call it home. So um, thank you guys for being alive on the planet, for being open to receive this information and this sharing from my heart and um, I hope you enjoy the episode. I also want to give a shout out to a beautiful young man, Freddie Emberg from the UK. He has shared with me an incredible piece of music that he composed. His uh, artist name is Oscar, and you can find him on SoundCloud. This week's offering is his song called Dreaming. I think Freddie is really, really talented and I hope he keeps sharing his music with the world. And uh, thanks so much, Freddie, for sending me your music and I hope to feature more of you. You guys can find him on SoundCloud. It's it's O-S-K-A-R. So check him out on SoundCloud, super talented young man. And uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. I'll see you next week. And until next time, I'm sending you and your loved ones So much love and grace and beauty. It's an amazing time to be alive on planet Earth. Let's all uh, keep that in our sights and find reasons to celebrate, to uh, experience our heart's deepest creative expressions and share them with the world. Lots of love. Namaste. Okay, so welcome to Love Life and my yoga offering and session on addiction um, and how that connects in with yoga and our practice of being aware that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Um, I thank all of you for coming and for being part of the opening conversation of developing a way to discuss and to get in touch with forces that are present in our life and um, um, running a lot of us without our, aware, our awareness of really how to manage those energies. So um, what I'm gonna do is I wanna just uh, propose some thoughts that I've had um, over the years. Um, and I wanna offer these as a possible shift in perspective of the way that we um, experience addiction or interact with addiction. And this can be through drugs and alcohol, it can be through sex, it can be through food, it can be through chocolate, it can be through social media, it can be in many different ways. Um, So just consider this as a beginning conversation to maybe shift your gaze to maybe a wider view, your lens. And um, just, it's for your consideration. It's important to understand that each one of us is completely different my journey of awakening is gonna look completely different from yours, from any person in here. What we really are doing is finding the connection to our individual unique creative design. And so there are no rules, there are no one prescription works for everybody. And I think the challenge of our life is to remain curious and to remain um, dedicated to exploring how we were created. So I made, I'm just gonna, uh, hold on one sec here. So some of you may know, some of you may not know, um, that I live with addiction in my life. I am not an addict, um, but I come from a family where there is alcohol addiction. Um, And also I married my husband who is a recovering addict. So we've been together in relationship for over 18 years. And one of my great missions of my life is to eradicate this entity called addiction that lives with us. And for me, it really is a separate thing. It's not, it's not part of him. It's something that is attached to his energetic field that comes from ancest- ancestry or ancestral connection but it also could come from uh, just the planetary grid, the fact that we live in a world that is, um, you know, that has this energy in it, and it affects so many people. So I, um, this is no small task. <laughs> and I, I think, you know, I'm hopeful and, and, and forward-looking and upward-looking that we're going to discover ways to transcend these forces together in many different ways. And so, like I said, I'm just going to offer some of my awarenesses when I'm speaking to people about addiction. So the first thing is to understand that it's not a personal commentary on your trauma or your... um, development or where you are your evolution so many many addicts in my experience are extremely sensitive beings they're very very beautiful they have an amazing sensitivity an amazing ability to feel maybe some of them feel as if they don't fit in this world so so much and so a lot of times it's the feeling um, sort of like a fish out of water that then draws them into these other experiences of addiction. So for me, when I met Rich and he told me he was an addict, um, I always have just seen him as a beautiful child of God as I do every single human being and everyone. It didn't make me afraid. Um, I didn't view it as a liability. I viewed it as an asset. And the reason that I viewed it as an asset is that I had been through enough of my own life experience that I understood that He was at a divine moment. So often in life, when we really learn and we expand and we evolve, the deepest teachings are when we're on our knees, when we've engaged in some experience that has brought us to a level where. It's a, it's a level of destruction, maybe a bottom that then finally made you reach out to get help. Um, so it was a perspective, and as I share my spiritual experience and the way that I meet life, that is something that I choose to pick up in every experience. So um, I could have viewed him as broken, I could have viewed him as dangerous, to my, t- I had two, two sons at the time. Um, I could have uh, uh, viewed him as less than fit to be my partner because he's an addict, but I chose a different perspective. And I chose to see him in his highest essence even as he was struggling, even as he was trying to find his way through. And so, sharing this perspective is, many people talk about being uh, caring people or um, maybe acting as if Jesus would or as Buddha would, and yet in our society when we see somebody who's in pain or who is suffering or who's going through something, our default is to criticize that person. It is to tell them, you know, you should be doing this, or if you had done that, this wouldn't be. It's, it's all a judgment. Where really, when we're in that experience, the only thing we really need to hear is, I trust you. I come to you as a being in neutrality and in equanimity, understanding that I am no better or no worse than any other being. And I see you and respect you. And until you find your way... I'm going to trust and hold that vision that you are exactly where you were meant to be. So that is an act of extreme faith. It is trusting the life journey. So it brings me to my first perspective to share with you, which is, what if every single thing that has happened to you is exactly divine, exactly what was supposed to happen? And what if we had the ability to not only hear that from me, but to start to feel that for ourselves and let go of the self-blame, the self-loathing and really the violence that we afflict on ourselves because we've gone through this experience, because we've been plagued by addiction. So breathe into that for a moment and just um, you know, feel the relief of that. The relief of just being heard and be, being able to take in that no matter where we are, it's okay. Not only is it okay, you're loved unconditionally simply for your existence. You don't even have to do any tricks. You don't have to learn any, any talents or achieve a title or you know get an amazing job or like triumph in relationship you don't have to do anything simply the fact you're breathing in a body right now as we sit here in this moment is a miracle it is a divine miracle and guess what as consciousness is radiating that awareness on each one of us it's not radiating less on someone who's an addict than it is on me so how do we know um, from our perspective, what is the highest divine experience for any individual? We don't. And the power is in getting out of that judgment, getting out of that mindset, that we step into the, evo- dev- into the devotion of trust. Like, I believe in you and I trust you. So the second thing that I want to mention is this concept of multidimensional wiring. <laughs> And on my podcast, I, uh, does anybody listen to my podcast in this room? Okay, a couple people. So for whoever doesn't know, I have a podcast called Divine Throughline, And Divine Throughline is free. I have over 100 episodes. You can subscribe on iTunes or listen on SoundCloud. And I talk a lot about um, subject of life, like in this format, and also offer certain healing um, techniques and things. So if you want to check it out, um, it's there for you. But then I started saying, I often share, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. But now, with the way things are going, now I'm sharing a lot more like we are multidimensional beings having a simultaneous experience. So then it even gets weirder, you know. Uh, But it's really um, just getting into the awareness that um, we are just a lot more than a physical body. And there is a lot more... Um, energetics that we are dealing with really all in our environment, around our planet, and also within our own being. Because if you could imagine that you're this vast soul, this vast life form, and maybe just a part of you is in this body experiencing this experience called addiction. But maybe another aspect of you is in another realm experiencing something very different, very opposite than that. So for me... As a seeker and as a student of spiritual expansion, that gives me hope. It gives me um, uh, comfort to know that life is so diverse and so expanded. And so that helps me to get out of the judgment of different things that I struggle with in my life. Um, I'm just looking at my notes here a little bit. Okay, so the third thing that I want to talk about is I want to expand a little bit about my opening, (coughs) excuse me, my opening statement as to that the addiction is something that is other than yourself, right? So it's attached to you. So I want to talk about something called possession, which is, You know, everybody can calm down. It's not like the exorcist with like spewing green vomit anywhere. It doesn't have to be that dramatic. But if we look and just examine the world in which we live in, the way that this field is designed is that there's a lot of energy that sucks off other energy, right? You can see it in the media, how we're you know, we're always looking outside and and it's it's this sort of like hunger games arena. It's even getting weirder and stranger and stranger. But Take a minute and just think about the world and think about even relationships or interactions, business interactions. Most of the way people operate on this planet is by trying to get energy from someone else outside of you. You're trying to get it from something, a drug, a person, a, a product, an experience. And this is a completely externally focused existence when the truth of the matter is that everything that we need is residing inside our own hearts. So it's like the whole focus has to be turned the other way. Every single answer for you in your life is existing within your own heart. And the reason for that is that the universe knows your heart's desires better than you know them yourself. At a human level, a personality level, we cannot know that. So I I have my own experience. I'm speaking from experience. I have seen my life expressed miraculously by focusing on an inner practice of meditation, connecting with my own heart, being present in my own experience, understanding that everything that I need is inside of myself. The universe exists within. And it doesn't exist more within me than it does within you. It exists within. So focusing on that heart is really amazing. Now, the, the addiction entity can be... What I want to say right now is that a 12-step program is amazing and vital to keep the balance and keep in the process of healing. In addition to that, some of these concepts I'm offering as an, as an addition to 12-step to move beyond that. My husband would not be alive if it wasn't for 12-step. And um, it has been such an immense gift of our life and our relationship to have somebody who is working those steps diligently, continuing. Um, he's been in the program many, 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 many years, and he's still works the steps every single week. He does a lot of other stuff. That's not the only focus of his life. But that program has given me a relationship with somebody who has the ability to interact with me in a great level of intimacy. And the reason is because that program gives you the tools to communicate, take responsibility, this is the, the really key thing, take responsibility to be able to um, not be a victim, but be a powerful creator of your life. And so this platform has given us this ability to interact with each other that really has provided the most intimate relationship of my life. Um, and so 12-step uh, is, is a wonderful spiritual program as a foundation to work with. Um, The other thing I wanted to just mention, uh, that the divinity of addiction. So so as we see someone struggling in in this experience or really any other, what we would call dark night of the soul, um, to understand that at a level, a perspective is that this being chose this experience, had enough courage, to actually accept the charge to go through this experience so that they could heal it and transcend it and come out the other side. When the being succeeds in this transformation, they heal not only themselves, but they heal their entire ancestral line. So maybe this being who is in addiction is not a low addict who didn't get it together, who, like, fucked up, or did bad things. Maybe this being has such a pure heart and so much courage that he or she agreed, they agreed, to come in to go through this. This is beauty. And that is what's happening in life. And as you look around at a life, no life is perfect. No life is just all great, fantastic, I used to call, did you ever meet anybody who was just so fantastic all the time? I call those people the super-duper people. It's like, how's it going? Super, super super-duper. That's just not how life is, you know? Eventually, it will find you and it will provide you the experience of transformation. And so we all need to stop chasing this illusion of perfection, the Instagram illusion that everything's always great and that that's what we're doing because that's not life. Life brings us in to take us through these dark moments, to push us against the edges so we can become more than when before we came into a life. Um, Of course, uh, finding your balance and navigating these experiences are no small, easy feats, and so We all right now on planet Earth are being required to fully embody our energetic systems. This means this body is your ultimate green. This body is the ultimate self-sustainable ecosystem. You're living in it, you're sitting in it. And so everything that I'm teaching right now in my workshops is about cultivating this self-love that you can take some of what maybe I've offered maybe some of this expanded perspective uh, perspective, and you can start to apply it in your own life and really get in your body and feel the divinity of your own body. I just taught a workshop uh, at Sacred Space in the last few days and the workshop's called Beloved and it was about us falling in love with ourselves. So we were doing practices that are getting us into uh, positive, loving, self-talk. Because as individuals, we come into these bodies and we spend all of our time telling our body that it's not quite the right one. So the internal dialogue goes a little bit like this. Yeah, that's good. I like my body, but I wish my feet didn't look so ugly. And my hair is okay, but Veronica has really beautiful black hair, and I, I prefer hers to mine, but it's okay. No, you're all right. I mean, you're okay. So it doesn't take a lot of exploration in this that makes us laugh and makes us understand, and I know everybody can experience this. Imagine if you were in a relationship with someone you really loved, and you wanted to really establish intimacy with them and a connection with them. And just imagine if you just applied that internal dialogue to the person you were trying to connect with. How much of a connection do you think you're making? (laughs) It's, 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 It's odd, it's curious that we're trained to regard our body always in lack, always in we wish you were another. So that's just something to reflect on, to change that dialogue. And that's a will, okay? Because you're not your thoughts. Your thoughts are unruly running energy. So you can make a choice to change that dialogue and replace it with something else. Like, I love you, you're amazing, you're perfect. Thank you. Thank you for breathing. Thank you for all the miraculous things you've done for me today. Thank you for being the vehicle to house my spirit so I can be alive on planet Earth at this sacred time and I can experience this evolution, and I can rise. I love you. You're perfect. I love everything about you. That's a totally different thing that feels very foreign to us, and it takes practice to shift that. So this is another very large kind of concept. It's very hard, but we have to really adopt the kind of extreme faith that allows us to be the Christ beings that we are, to really be a healer and that is to really truly understand that even a homeless person on the street is not necessarily in a less divine place than you are, than I am. You just don't know. What are the other aspects of this being? What did the being choose to experience? So uh, we can't judge experiences of life on a one-size-fits-all for everybody? What if that homeless man or woman is an expanded consciousness that's healing multitudes of life forms in another system, but they put part of themselves in that experience so they could unlock, uncover, experience the darkness, and maybe be a part of healing, maybe change it and lift it up and change it for all humanity? It's a, it's a lofty idea, and it's hard. And I have a dear friend of mine who has a brother who is in that state, and she has come to that awareness of true honoring of this choice of this being. And she is not in judgment. And she is not in lack over it. And because she can be there, she is a powerful healer because she holds that as if a Christ was looking at that being Would a Christ, would a Jesus, would a a Buddha judge that individual? No. So this is the level of compassion. This is the level of awareness. We are being required to embody. It's no accident any of you are sitting in this room, any of you that are listening to this recording, we are the ones we've been waiting for. The change is coming through us. There's no Messiah flying down from the heavens that are, that's going to shift. And at the end of the day, it's your life. It's your life. What are you going to say at the end of your life? Well, I didn't live my life or I didn't, I didn't experience my life because Srimati told me something and I just did what she said? No. You have to make your own decisions, you have to be responsible for your own being. And so this brings me to another really important point, and that is because we live in this vampiric society and world, if you do not embody your being, someone else will. Something else will. So really feel into that. It is your responsibility to claim your body as a divine mechanism, as an instrument, like as the highest tesla miraculous you know modern invention modern and ancient invention and then it's your job to care for that instrument with the highest discernment that you have so where does it start diet what are you putting in your body you know i'm a plant-based advocate i'm an advocate for plant-based nutrition even though beyond that There are exceptions. Some people need to eat meat for medicine. But if that's you, you better make sure you're eating for medicine and not for your love of bacon. Because at the end of it, you are responsible for the energetic of ingesting the violence of the animals. I don't have to deal with your decisions. You do. So understand what you're eating. What are you participating in? Do you want a world that has oceans, that has animals and life form and clean air? Or do you want a world that's like Mad Max with no green, that's just black and gray? It's just a choice, you know, either are there. So with your choices throughout your life, you can affect this because we live in a society that's driven by money. So you can protest all you want, you can do all that, but and some of that is needed and we need to kind of move around with neutrality but where you really can make a difference is with your dollars that speaks loud and clear and you're part of this collective so um it's really the embodiment piece that um is the theme of this year and uh I think it's a wonderful opportunity for our soul mission to be, to just know ourselves, to be in our body, to feel ourselves. Um, So I think it's a a divine time on the planet. Um, And uh, I hope that this conversation gave you some different perspectives and nuggets to consider, to meditate on, to come to your own realization of what the truth is for you. I certainly don't have it all figured out, these are things that I'm ruminating on, things that I'm observing within my own self. I have my own series of challenges that I'm dealing with that I have to reconcile. I have to get to the core of what are those issues, and why is my body giving me certain signals and pain and, and things that I have to deal with. So it's a big, uh, divine, sacred journey of discovery, once again, please understand that no life form is better or worse than any other. Consciousness doesn't care what career you chose. And we need to really advocate this compassion for ourselves first, and then for our fellow brothers and sisters who are suffering. Um, Because ultimately, it's all about the journey of alchemy and transformation throughout the trauma. So let's go ahead and uh, come to the back of your mat in child's pose and we're gonna move into the yoga practice today.